Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. You know, for the last five weeks, we've been um, wrestling with and traveling through uh, the letter to First John. It's a great little read if you ever just sit down. It's one of those ones that you could actually do uh, fairly quickly and, and spend some time in prayer and meditation and, and see where God may be leading you. And, and as I've traveled through this reading the last few weeks, the whole idea of light, life, and love just keeps uh, coming back and bubbling up. And how we live our life matters. If we choose light and love, and we make, try to make an impact on our community, we can do great big things. And it starts with us making that understanding and that acceptance into our lives of saying yes. And what happened in the community of First John was, was they kind of had strayed away from what Jesus had taught them to do. They kind of had not really lived the life that God called them to. They, they needed to be corrected. And so the author of 1 John was probably like a district superintendent writing to a church saying, Church, you need to get better. You're not living a life in which you should. You're not living out your faith in like, like you should. You need to straighten up. And here are some ways that you can do that. And so keep that in mind as, as we venture through this uh, letter together. We've only got one more week of 1 John, and, and we encourage you maybe go back and read through it again and see what, how God's Word may be speaking to you. So let's listen to what our reading has to say for today. 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born from God. Whoever loves someone who is a parent loves the child born to the parent. This is how we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and keep God's commandments, this is the love of God. We keep God's commandments. God's commandments are not difficult because everyone who is born from God defeats the world and this is the victory that has defeated the world, our faith. Who defeats the world? Isn't it the one who believes in, the, in that Jesus is God's son? This is, the only, this is the one who came by water and by blood, Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. One of my favorite camp games to play with kids is kind of like paper, scissors, rock, but you act it out. It's called Gorilla Man Gun. And so you, you have to act out that this is Gorilla that's kind of obvious. This is man. You, you, you make the scratching of the, of the chin. And, and this is obvious. This is gun. So you're going to have to help me out, Shannon, here, because I always get this wrong. So gun beats gorilla. Gorilla beats man. Man beats gun, right? I wasn't going to ask you to play. We weren't going to play. <laughs> But it's really fun. We, we ask the kids to gather. I always say, we do this at sixth grade camp. We ask the kids to gather, get in groups of two, and we go, one, two, three, go. And they turn and go, and, and we do a little tournament. We get down to the last kid. And what's amazing to me is how often it's the kid that isn't the most athletic. 
It's the kid that maybe not be like the, the kid, you know, the kid that's always like out and about and always there. It's the, it's the kid who just quietly pays attention. And when it comes time to, to make whatever he needs to make, he knows what to make because he's paid attention. Such could be the same with our faith. Our faith challenges us to act. Our faith doesn't just say, put it to paper and say, okay, you know, write down what you believe. You know, this is who we are. This is how we operate. And just leave it at that. Our faith is acted out into the world. It's not something we hold on to. I think far too often we have this understanding of faith is that if I believe in God and everything's okay, I don't have to do anything. No, your faith should strive you out into the world to share God's love with everyone that you meet and not just sit back and wait for the kingdom to come. I think far too often we forget that that faith should push us. It should push us forward towards God and not just like sit there and be, well, I'm comfortable, I believe in Jesus, everything is all right. If anything, my faith has taught me. If anything, uh, the people who have inspired me and the people that I've read through seminary and undergrad work is that our faith isn't just something we hold on to. John Wesley himself, the founder of Methodism, was willing to go toe-to-toe with the Anglican church and say this can't be the same anymore. Church has to operate differently. We have to try to get people to go deeper in their faith. They had that problem then in the 1700s. They had that problem even when the faith was being born. Getting the people to go deeper getting people to realize that faith is more than just saying, I believe in Jesus Christ, that's only part of it. The next part is, where does the rubber meet the road? Because I think it's in those moments that that that's how we learn and, and grow in our faith. I never thought in my entire life that I'd be able to run a big old tampering machine like I did yesterday. Who would have thought that I would have learned how to, to, put, to fill in potholes at church? I had no pothole experience. I forgot to tell you that, George, before we started. I just knew you put the stuff in the hole, and you run the machine over it, and I call it good. Would have never have learned that had I had my normal experience of life and faith and just sat in a room. But an opportunity presented itself to stretch me, to stretch. And those of us that were working yesterday definitely stretched us, whether it was here in the sanctuary, realizing that we really need to clean the pews more than 15 years at a time. We should be doing it regularly. What a great mission for someone who has a few extra hours in the week to maybe come up maybe once a quarter and and polish and, and take care of the pews to show that we love this place. Or what about looking at the back alley and realizing that that, that it still does need to be finished and swept and we appreciate all the hard work that was done back there, but there's still a little bit more work to do? There's always a little bit more work to do. But anything if faith has taught me is that faith beats paper. It's easy to write down to say who we are and what we believe. That's a whole other thing to live it out. And I think far too often we're scared. Because going out and, and learning new things is, is a scary thing. Graduates, you're going to learn that. That first day you walk into college and you realize your mom's not there to wake you up at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mom's not there to say, get up, time to go to school. Make sure you eat your breakfast. That was a hard thing for me to learn when I went to college. That mom wasn't going to push me to go to class. It 
took two semesters for me to realize that mom wasn't going to be there and push me to go to class. So graduates, learn from me. Go to class. It will keep your parents off your back and you'll be able to stay in school a little bit longer. And we have to learn those things. Just like in faith. We have to be taught and learn along the way. And, and, and there's this really great story about Mr. Rogers. Maybe, maybe you've heard of Mr. Rogers. Did you know he was a Presbyterian pastor before he was a children's workshop uh, person? And before he came up with the show, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers was, was um, at this um, press club gathering. And he took out this pocket watch and he set it on the podium and he challenged everybody in the room for two minutes of silence. And he invited those people to remember the people from their past, parents, teachers, coaches, friends, and others, who it made it possible for them to reach this point in their life. As the seconds ticked away, you could hear all around the room people sniffling as they were moved by those memories of coaches, parents, pastors, teachers, We couldn't get where we are today if it wasn't for those people. And it's the same thing in our faith. We can't grow just on our own. We can't grow closer to God just by sitting back and waiting for the Holy Spirit to come. We have to remain active. We have to be willing to share God's love and life with everyone that we meet. And it's a challenge. Because there's going to be people that make it difficult. There's going to be situations that make it difficult. But if we put our faith in God, it'll be amazing to see how God will work on you and work through you. The challenge of Scripture this week is simple. Keep God's commands. And if you remember, Jesus took those commands and made it a little bit easier. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. If we can figure that out, and we can live faithfully to God, imagine what we could do as a community of faith. Imagine what we could do as a church if we live faithfully into that. If we were willing to stretch ourselves and maybe try something new. Maybe try a new Bible study this fall. Maybe we're willing to lead a Bible study. I know that's the scariest thing in the world, let me tell you. The very first Sunday school class I ever led was a group of fifth graders who knew more about the Bible than I did. I knew that because there were two pastor's daughters in that class, and they knew way more than I did. They let me know every Sunday. But every Sunday, we grew together. And every Sunday, I learned a little more, they learned a little more. Sometimes they taught me, sometimes I taught them. And it's amazing to see in our life and our faith, if we're just willing to take that first step, how God can work on us and through us. So church, I challenge you this week, to keep God's commands, to love God, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And if you do that, it will be amazing to see how God works on you and through you this week. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, I, I pray that as we prepare ourselves for Holy Communion, that you center us and focus us upon you. Loving God, help us not forget to pass on the faith in which has been passed down from generation to generation. 
you challenge us to share stories, to share how God's love has made an impact on our lives. And when we do that, we pass on the faith that was passed down to the disciples when Jesus sat down with them and showed them how to live and to pray. So loving God, send us out into the world this week to not be afraid to live into your commands and not to forget to pass on the faith. For it's in your name that we worship. It's in your name that we pray. It's in your name that we gather. Be with us on this day. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. If you'd love to join us in person, we worship at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. And you can find out more information about us by going online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you and have a blessed